0: Thank you for joining me today. My name is Julia Cummins, and this is the Grow With Me podcast, a podcast where we can grow and learn together, learn about this crazy life, about scriptures, and about our own walks with God. So grab a drink, sit down, take just a few moments out of your busy day to grow with me. And welcome back to the Grow With Me podcast. I'm your host, Julia Cummins. Thank you for joining me today. The podcast dropped on Monday, so happy Monday. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day so far. This is episode three of the Grow With Me podcast so far. I have a cup of hot tea. took my own advice. I'm ready to go, so let's jump right in. I've been trying to be more diligent about reading my Bible it doesn't always happen, and I will be the first to tell you that I am not perfect. I'm far from it, so it doesn't always happen, but I've really been trying to read more. I was listening to a podcast recently, and the woman speaking was talking about prayer and Bible reading, and she said, prayer is where we talk to God. Reading our Bible is where he talks to us. I thought that was pretty cool, so I just wanted to add that in here. Anyway, so I've been reading in the New Testament, really just trying to soak in those red words, you know, the words of Jesus. And that's where this week's podcast is coming from. This week, I want to talk about John chapter 11. There are so many stories and miracles in the Bible, but I hold part of John chapter 11 very close to my heart. If you're not sure what's in John chapter 11, it's where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, most of us know it, have heard it, preached, or have read it for ourselves. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to do so because there's so much to learn from it. Most obviously that Jesus was a miracle, miracle worker. I mean, raising someone from the dead, that's crazy. But today, I want to focus less on Lazarus and more on the others of the story. So let's jump right in. I have my wonderful husband here again today to read the scripture for us. I thought it was fun last time. So he's going to read for us. Go ahead, honey.
1: Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. Then after he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again, the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? And Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of the world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. And now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he was taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go down to him. So Thomas called the twin said to his so Thomas called the twin said to his fellow disciples let us also go that we may die with him Now when Jesus came he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb 4 days Bethany was near Jerusalem about 2 miles off and many of the Jews who had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother so when Martha heard that Jesus was coming She went and met him, but Mary remained seated at the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give it to you. And Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, My brother would not have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not, He who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. And Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have always heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on the account of the people standing around, that they might believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the man who had died came out, and his hands and feet were bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go
0: thank you thank you so much that was so good first things first that i want to talk about verse 5 says that jesus loved mary martha and lazarus they weren't just strangers off the side of the road or beggars asking jesus to be healed like he'd done before jesus knew these people jesus loved these people This was the Mary who anointed Jesus with ointment and washed his feet um, with her hair. This was the Martha who had welcomed Jesus into her home in Luke 10 and served him and the disciples. They were familiar with Jesus. He called them friends. Scripture says that Lazarus fell ill and his sisters sent word for Jesus. Jesus waits two days so that through this sickness, the glory of God can be shown. Jesus had a plan right from the beginning. Now it says that the sisters sent for him, and that's how we know that he heard um, Lazarus was sick. But it never mentions that word was sent to Jesus that Lazarus died. But Jesus looks at the disciples and says, Lazarus is asleep. We must go wake him. The disciples misunderstood, and they were like, Uh, hey, Jesus, if he's asleep, that's a good thing. Let's let him rest. He's sick, you know, like we would all do. Then he very plainly says, Lazarus is dead. See, he had a plan. They didn't know he was dead. No one had sent word, but he knew. Jesus knew. No one told him Lazarus was dead, and the disciples didn't even know, but God had it under control. So what did they do? They travel back to Bethany where Lazarus and his sisters were. Martha hears that Jesus is coming and comes out to meet him and then goes in to get Mary. When Mary gets to Jesus, she gives him the response that I feel like we would all give, or at least that I would give. She's weeping and she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And I want to go off on this for a moment because I feel like we all do this. Maybe not everyone, but I I do. I get emotional. I am a crier, for sure. If my brother had passed away, and I was good friends, no, scratch that, and I was loved by the Savior of the whole literal world wrapped up in flesh, I would be upset, too. I would be upset. I would be confused. I would weep. She falls at, at his feet, and she weeps. So I can relate to that. This happened many, many years ago, but still today, when we get in situations or struggles of life, we too we're going to cry, we get upset, God, I need you to hand I needed you to handle this two days ago, and I feel like all hope is lost, and it looks like a lot like a lost situation. This is why I hold John chapter eleven so close to my heart. I went to a woman's conference once and I heard a woman minister say this and honestly it changed how I saw God in my own life. So Jesus sees that Mary and Martha are upset and they're weeping and what does he do? He doesn't shout at them and tell them to get up. He already knew that he was going to heal their brother, literally raise him from the dead. He already told his disciples that he was going to wake him up. He doesn't laugh at them or call them silly emotional women. But you know what he does? This infamous scripture, he weeps. He weeps, he weeps with them. I've always assumed when he wept, like when I read this, Jesus wept, I'm like, oh, okay, you know. I always assumed when I read this, he was sad about his friend Lazarus. It makes sense, it fits with the scripture. He died, Jesus came. That's what I always thought. But if you really think about it, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Jesus knew that in only a few moments away, he was going to be raising his friend back from the literal grave. No, he wept because his friends, they were hurting. He wept because his friends were hurting. The people that he cared about, the people that he loved, they were hurting. I've always known that Jesus cares for me. I have we all know you know it's in the the nursery rhymes that we learned in Sunday school we're taught, but I am very much like a okay, get up, shake it off, keep moving, don't feel sorry for yourself, kind of person, like there's more to be done, you better keep moving, you better get stepping, and I guess that because I'm that way, I always push that on to the God that I served as well without meaning to, of course. But if I was upset or if I was down or I was struggling, I always thought like God was behind me. He's like, come on, Julie, keep moving. We do not have time for this. We have to. Do, we have more to do. When I heard this preach, it changed my whole mindset. God isn't just sitting back, shaking his head when we're hurt or when we struggle. He's not like, really? Come on, seriously? He's not disappointed. Instead, he sees us upset and he weeps. He wants to comfort us. He does. He wants to turn our heartbreak to him and comfort us. He cares about us, not just enough to save our soul and that be it. No, but God is so much more than that. He is with us in the storm and he's with us in the hard times and he's with us in the hurting. He wants to wrap his arms around us and comfort our very weary souls. So let him. Let him be the God who weeps with you. Let him be the God to comfort you. Scripture says to cast your cares upon him because he cares about us. But that scripture says we have to cast our cares. We have to go to him first. We have to give it to him. Let him take care of you and then he will. Let him care for you. We all know how this story ends. After Jesus weeps, he goes to the tomb and calls out Lazarus. Lazarus rises from the dead. And guess what? All along, God had a plan. Isn't that something? I don't know who's listening or what you're going through, but I hope that you get something from today's podcast. I hope after listening to this, you hold John 11, this part, a little bit closer to your heart like I do. Let Jesus care for you. Let him care for you in only the way that he can truly do. I hope today's podcast has uplifted you or encouraged you. I hope you learned something today because when I learned this or when it was preached to me in this different way, it really, it shook me up. And I hope that it helps you too. It it helped me so much. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please share it. Rate it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share it with a family member or a friend. As always, thank you for your time today and God bless you all.